Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, we got Farm to the show. We're back. We uh, got a pinch hitter, relief pitcher, probably a better terminology here. Chris Dickerson is, I think, in Hawaii swimming with tiger sharks. So we'll hope that um, hope that, that works out okay. And um, in the meantime, we got, we got uh, oldie but goodie. We got Brett Tomko in the wow. house. Did yeah, you just drop an oldie yeah. on me? Wow. Yeah, we got a. Here's what I got. This is my. This is what I got for all those people out there that don't know Brett Tomko, which is like maybe like two. But I'm going with Kevin Bacon of baseball. I like Kevin that. Bacon. I've heard that before. The immaculate yeah. grid right now is very relevant in my life. I get maybe one or two texts a day and a, a picture of the immaculate grid and me like dead center with the point zero zero two percent. So, so to give you some insight there, I've, I've had that happen to me twice. I've been on two Immaculate Grids that I'm aware of. So the fact that you're getting them every day. I've used you before. Awesome. It was a Reds Brave. It was a perfect connection. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of them. Not a lot of them. Yeah. I got but, 10 um, teams. So there's a lot of cross, cross-referencing, which you can make happen. No, like, so, gold gloves, 3,000 strikeouts. Like, that's not going to work. Okay. So uh, this, uh, this just came to me. I wasn't planning on I didn't even – but you said 10 teams. You played for 10 teams. Correct. Okay, so theoretically, okay, if you were going to go into the Hall of Fame, okay, let's say you're getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, what hat are you wearing? Uh, probably the Reds, just because it was the team that drafted me. Uh, I spent the most time there through the minor leagues. Um, Soft then, spot, that's where you were first. Yeah, mo- most time in the big leagues with the Reds, even though I-, I spent, it was only three years. I spent a lot of times, it was two years, two years, one year. But the Reds, I would say the Reds. I, I tend to – people ask me that a lot. What team re- do I relate to the most? And it's it's always the Reds. Hmm. Be fun to be going as a Yankee, though. Yeah. No, it, t- yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a tough crowd, though. I mean, it's just yeah. some top of, the, top of the food chain, so to speak. Right. So, yeah, so um, the Reds. That's the that's – So, the Brett, we, we reconnected here uh, recently, early August. We were had the opportunity to coach for USA Baseball. Pretty cool experience, at least for me. That was my first time doing it. I think it was your second or third time. What do you got? Second time. Yeah, so that was yeah. a cool experience. We had the 14 you guys. I know that we'll, we'll kind of transition this into the Little League World Series too because we'll, that, that's current. But the the USA baseball deal for me was kind of kind of cool. I know they're 14 U. Those kids are still pretty young. They're just getting going. But, I mean, at least for me, and I did have the opportunity to play on the collegiate team when I was in college, but doing the USA deal, wearing the, wearing the gear – you know, I, I know the kids enjoyed it too, but I think at least, at least for me, that was kind of like take you back. Like, hey man, this is this is kind of cool. I mean, it's 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 a different experience, but donning the uh, the country's yeah. color, not not a terrible setup. No, I had one shot um, in college where if I would have stayed one more year, and my coach was the assistant coach of the Olympic team, and he tried to use that as a bargaining chip. Sure. And so if I would have stayed one more year, I would have been on the '96 Olympic team. So getting the call to come coach for USA was kind of, I mean, I jumped on it because like you said, I mean, the pride that, that I think the coaches give to the kids and, you know, the staff give to us to have USA on your chest. I mean, I take great pride in representing um, that organization. Even when I take it back to my travel ball teams, we instill a lot of the same, I think values that USA does. And I, cause I think it's relevant to every single um, level that you could be at. Well, hey, one of my favorite things was, and I had no idea that they did this going in, but they make the kids take their hats off when they're eating. 
I love mm -hmm. it. I, That's... Yeah, I love it. And like you, you feel like as a coach, you're like, yeah, yeah if I don't do this, I'm going to get reamed out. Right. And I remember one of the kids called out one of the other coaches, the coach that finished eating and the kid called out the coach like, mm -hmm. hey, coach, your hat. It's like, oh, I'm done eating. But I, I just think, well, it teaches everything. It teaches, I think, as parents, we both have kids in that same age range. Yep. You know, you're teaching these kids respect. You're teaching, teaching these kids manners. And I, we try to instill that at home. But it's nice to see a whole organization trying to, like, have that same concept. Well, and, and we, we discussed this when we were there, but it's unique because to the point of manners, to the point of, you know, doing some of those things that kind of go unnoticed in this current landscape. And I'm not, I'm not being the old guy saying that you know what they do on tv is you know disrespecting the game that's not what i'm saying but my point is those kids are 14 u they're trying to play on the 15 u team and at some point they're going to play on the 18 u team and the point of that is is you're, you're not playing for your high school you're not playing for your college you're playing for the country so it takes on a little bit of a different air to you know portray yourself in the team in a certain way versus you know super bat flip you know, Jersey ripped open some of that kind of <laughs> we, stuff again. Not, we had not that, that, happen. that happen. That's not <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. I'm not, not pointing any finger, but I, I think it's important to to lay that groundwork with those kids from a young age so that they understand, look, man, this comes with the invite. If you're going to play on this team, this is how we act. This is how we walk. This is how we stand for the anthem. Some of those things, you know? Right. And I, and I think that, like I just said, we just started up my 14 year team right when I got back home from it. And the first conversation I had was, you know, those kids, the work ethic, I mean, it was yes, sir, no, sir, like whatever we asked them to do, they did it and they did it a hundred percent and they did it with conviction. And, and as a coach, you know, and I think as players, we were probably similar to that because that's, you know, we got to the big leagues, we were, we were in it, but like to develop these traits at a young age, 13, 14 years old, these kids are going to be ahead of the game or ahead of the curve just from this experience and these experiences yeah. that they're going to have in the next few years, which are going to make them better better prepared for getting into college and, and hopefully getting drafted and getting into the minor leagues and, and the show. Yeah, for sure. And there were some uniquely talented kids there, obviously, oh, but, man. which um, it, it's, it was impressive with a couple of those guys, but that takes me, let's, let's flip to the little league world series, man. So we got the, the one that sticks out. First of all, I think Texas is undefeated right now. No big deal. Um, I mean, the West is coming. Sorry. Yeah. The West well, is we'll coming. See. By the way, um, lest we forget here you're sitting in san diego right now um yeah experience experiencing a hurricane first time in a while <laughs> yeah i never in 50 years of life i never thought that would ever come it, it actually turned out we had we had a couple dicey hours i think where it veered off east of us but i've never seen anybody like target and costco i mean cleared out yes the last couple days and and we got prepared even though it's like I lived in Florida for a while, so I'd been through some situations, but you knew like, real hurricane. Be safe. Yeah. yeah, you you text me, you you text me like, hey, how about coming on? I was like, well, we we are in the middle of a hurricane, so if our power doesn't get shut off, we're we're good to go. Yeah, it turns out your internet's good. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, um, we're good. Hey, so the 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 kid from Chinese Taipei, though. Okay, I mean, he looks like a mini big leaguer. The the mechanics are perfect. I think he went up to 80 or 81 miles an hour. It was like 104, 105 simulation. Are they doing it different over there? What's the deal, I, man? I don't, I don't know because even, even for USA, those 14 year olds and those 13 year olds were throwing eight, low to mid 80s, and like I don't see that that much out here. 
So I don't, I don't know how that kid, I mean, that's the fastest ever, right? I think I heard yes. that it was the fastest ever thrown and it 46 feet at 81 miles an hour. There, there's zero time. There's no chance. If you get in the box, I hate to say it, but if you get in the box, you're struggling too. I think anybody. I'm, I'm turning it around. I'm just telling oh. you. Okay. Now, now I forgot. He, now I he, forgot. If he throws the spinner ball, uh, which was pretty, which was pretty solid too. Yeah, right. but right. but I mean that's that's next level. I is it is it like a one in a million kid? Because you know, but but kid, did you see his slider? It was seventy one. It was seventy one. <laughs> no, slider. and it hey, and it didn't go up. It, it was just like took no and like if if a kid's throwing 71 i mean i just got out of little league like going into two years if a kid was throwing like low 60s you're like oh man he's he's bringing it he was blowing so, everybody's doors off 65 yeah. was blowing everybody's doors off yeah so 80 i i can't even it's pretty it's pretty man i the little league world series that whole that whole week in williamsport or however long it is um i actually know an umpire that was in our league that's there um so a bunch of people went out to he's great his name's dave miller great like just such a good human being and a great umpire he's the one that made the he he had the punch out at second base when uh the team threw the no hitter catcher came up and backdoor picked the guy at second he was the guy that made the call luckily made the right call or i would have texted him be like dude you blew that you blew that call right there on national the whole like it's a different deal when you're on espn okay a little accountability No, no, but no how fun! I wish I like. I wish. I mean, this is my kid's all-star jersey from last year, and uh, it like that was the dream. I mean, we're a small little pocket of San Diego, so to make it that far, because I remember like Dante Pouchette, like he, they made it all the way there. I remember watching that. I'm like, I can't wait till my kid's 12. We're gonna be how there. Did, like, how did his kid turn out? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. pretty good. But <laughs> like, like those kids are still playing all summer. And they're yeah. and like school started and they're still there. Like what an experience, but man, I, it little league for me, little league was magical for me growing up. So I couldn't imagine getting all the way and, and like Todd Frazier and going, going to the yeah. world series. Yeah. There's a, they, they, I saw the article the other day. There's a list of big leaguers that played in the little league world series. It's kind of cool. I, the, the deal that MLB's doing with it, the, the Nats and the Phillies are there and making a big deal about it. And, you know, you got Bryce Harper doing his deal and, the the experience i guess continues to evolve but these kids have no idea what they're what they're getting exposed to it's pretty cool man for for mob to get involved and and obviously i'm sure that i'm sure those players obviously you and i are in a different state of life now with with 12 year olds and probably most of the phillies and most of the nationals don't have 12 year old kids right not yet so there's probably looking through a different lens but from our perspective i i just appreciate that that side of it i guess now that we can appreciate that well, I think, I think as I, I think for the normal fan, um, when you see athletes, you see them on the field as, inter- I don't know if it's entertainment, but like, it's a professional thing. So you don't see the human side of professional athletes. I mean, I think with social media, you do a little bit more, but uh, like back when we did it, like to see the personalities of like guys off the field. And like, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was the Phillies. A kid hit a base hit to score a run to tie it up, and the Phillies guys were going nuts, like because right. it was it was a team from their region up there, the and they were going great. Like it's, team, yeah, yeah, it's cool to see that stuff. That that you know that we're we're all normal people that that get into that stuff. Like I was on the couch today watching it. it was, yeah. I, I love that stuff. I'm sure the I'm sure the, the Phillies and Nationals were probably betting on it. You know what I mean? What's the big deal? Nobody hurt. Yeah. How were you as a 12 year old uh, all star? Were you raking um, pitching? Undersized, okay. 
under undersized number one could um I, I ran pretty good at that point for one of the first ones to be coordinated so yeah and um yeah you could pick yeah. it i'm sure you could pick it i could i could catch it and throw it from from the from a young age didn't do much pitching then though for whatever reason um i don't know why but i, I have fond memories too i i did not play little league though I, where i grew up we played in the pony deal yeah. world series was in new mexico a little different setup but still the same or similar it's not the same but similar just less uh less publicity which you know kind of agrees with me anyway yeah no it's good i don't even remember at 12 i just know last year we got to the finals like we had a chance to to win our district and go on to the next thing and got beat in the finals but like i said it was like a magical run for us and like the kids that played with ty they still talk about it they still talk about like the parties and the and the, and the pool parties and the pizza parties like for yeah. me as a coach, that's what I try to do because that's what those kids are going to remember. Yeah, yeah. That, to your point, though, that's something they're, – they're not forgetting that stuff, dude. Those kids are going to remember that. And, like, a, incorporating real big leaguers at, at the game and yeah. on the deal, doing all of it, that's – they're going to have all that coverage. They're going to be able to pull that video up forever. And so, so pretty cool gig. Um, hey, flipping to, like, some Major League Baseball. So, I'm in Houston. we got the Astros, obviously, been, been, been playing well here the last couple of years. But recent occurrence – We've got Mariners in town. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear your feedback on this. Mariners in town, Framber on the mound. Not sure the background. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know. I'm sure there's more to it than what meets the eye, but he dot somebody in the calf. Um, I can't remember who he hit, but the, it was a younger player who's what I'll describe as a little less established. Okay. And <laughs> hit him in like the, the calf. I mean, yeah, yeah like, it was low. I mean, it's a sinker ball guy. Okay. Can't throw yeah. the ball high, but well, listen, bench is listen, clear. I, I, th I think there's bad blood. There was bad blood right. with that team. I remember service like storm in the field after somebody got drilled uh, in a previous series. Um, my take on it. So I think it was, uh, was it Wilson? No more. The guy, the guy hit a home run right before that the batter before that. And it was opposite field barely got out to me as a pitcher, like, you're going to give up home runs. He obviously was pissed off. He gave up a home run and drilled the sure. next guy. To me, I think that's weak. Like, yeah, I agree. you know, cause you could tell like the guy just, the guy that got hit was like, Hey, what, what's going on? And he started walking towards him. So it obviously was premeditated that I, I'm pissed off. I'm going to hit this next guy on the flip side. I give up the home run, like make a better pitch, get a guy out. Right. Don't take it out on the next guy. That's just me. Baseball's baseball. Um, I don't think there was any back and forth hitting stuff. So to me, I think it was a weak move on drilling a guy yeah. and then like potentially like, Hey, let's go, let's throw down. The whole like throwing at people thing based on a home run too, is kind of, it's, it's, it's dang sure not what it used to be. Right. No, no. I hit a guy in Houston. Road. I hit a guy in Houston. I mean, speaking of Houston in the Astros. What was his name? Uh, it was Derek Bell. Um, yeah. Barry Larkin. It was with the red, it was the reds. Uh, we had a couple I think Greg Vaughn got clipped. Um, Mike Cameron got clipped. So Barry runs up to me and says, Hey, and I'm, you know, I'm in my second or third year in the big leagues. I'm still pretty green. And he goes, Hey, Hey, we got to send a message. A, right that's here. a veteran Reds team. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, Hey, we got to send a message right here. And so I was like, okay, like, I don't, I don't know any better. So <laughs> I dot Derek Bell middle, middle of the back, right in the spine, 97. And I did the whole thing. Like I kicked the dirt. Like, oh, man, it slipped out of my hand. And all of a sudden, I hear the crowd, like, roaring. And I look up, and he's charging me. And Eddie Tobinsey grabs the back of his jersey about halfway 
and, and Eddie's a big, strong country boy, yeah. just wraps him up and we clear. And Derek is just like wearing me out going to first base and he's going to kill me that whole deal. And so then it kind of settles and Barry comes up to me and goes, why'd you hit him? <laughs> and I go, what do you mean? Why'd you, why'd I hit him? You said to send a message. He's like, yeah, I just meant like Dustin, drop him on his back. I didn't mean drill him. And I was like, you need to be more specific when you have these like conversations with, with young kids. So that was like, that was the closest I'd ever been to being actually charged and like had to throw down, but I've been in shoot, so many. So I'm you're still uh, you still send Tobin to a Christmas card, I assume. <laughs> I see Tobin that, to that, every that like, story could have gone a lot different. Yeah, Red's fantasy camp. Yeah, because Derek Bell coming at me, like he probably could hey. mix it up a little bit. He's so, I, mean, he's, I, I, I don't know how yeah. mean he was, but he's a big guy. Yeah, Tobin C. No, Tobin C. We 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 tell we talk about that every couple of years about how he basically saved my life. So so it's good. good. But yeah, I, I'm sure you've been in brawls too. You ever been yeah, in any, any yeah. good ones? Uh, the the Brandon Phillips situation in uh, Cincinnati, St. Louis. We talked about that a little bit. Um, I had some a couple in in Atlanta where an outfielder named Carlos Gomez, who was all, yes. I never played with Carlos, but always always was w- well thought of by his opponents, right? Um, so we, we he he created a couple of a couple of situations, but um, I got I got was, one I got fortunately, one quick one. I got Jose Mesa and Omar Vizquel, bad, very bad blood. And uh, Mesa talked yeah. about that there was there was a, a whole book that Mesa wrote. It was it was it was dicey, personal stuff. Or Omar Vizquel. So Mesa said, every time I face him, I will hit him. We're in the and I was in Seattle. I was playing with him in Seattle. So I was like, okay. And uh, I didn't think much of it. And so the ninth inning, Mesa goes into to, to close, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I'm sitting in the bathroom in Cleveland's bullpen. And all of a sudden I hear the crowd going crazy. And I'm thinking, ah, somebody hit a home run off Mesa and it doesn't stop. So I was like, I better like pull up the pants and run out. And I get out to the bullpen and everybody's gone. Everybody's on the field. And there was that one decision where I go, do I run out there or do I just stay here and hide till it's all over with? So of course I had to run out and make a fool of myself running across the field by myself. But that was, that was one of them. That's actually a tremendous story. It's probably worth mentioning based on that story. It's not really an option to not go out on the field if you're in a, have to. In, a, in a pro situation. That alone would probably be worse than not going. So even in that extenuating circumstance, I'm glad that you uh, you found yeah, it. No, I, I definitely went. From the Cleveland fans as I was running, though, that I was late. So, But it was it was good. It was good. You got to go. You got to defend your For teammates, sure. right? You never know. You got you never know what's going on and how bad it's going to be. You got to defend everybody. Well, and outside of the Derek Bell example, and maybe you maybe you dotted some other people, but in most of the situations that I was in, I wasn't the one mad, and they weren't mad at me. It's just somebody else is mad. You got an obligation to go out there and hang out, and you know, hopefully, you don't catch a cleat to the grill. And most of the fights don't. There's not a lot of punches. I mean, on, on a rare occasion, there's there's some fisticuffs, but most of it, it's a guy talking. Sure. It's a guy talking. Somebody gets in front of them. Then they talk louder. That makes it look like, oh, I would really hurt you. But there's somebody in front of right. them now. Like that happens a lot. And then everybody clears and talks about it. You find the guy that you either know on the other team where you can walk over and be like, hey, nothing's going yeah. on. Like I would find you like and be like, hey, what's going on? Because we're not going to start. Right. Mix it, mixing it up. So. We would actually be, we would be a great match. <laughs> we, we would, we would, we'd be good. So I don't know. I, I, 
don't know. I don't know if you could take me or not. So, okay. Uh, along those lines, though, here, here's where I was going with that. We lost, I lost my train of thought yeah, based on your that. all of your good stories. And I wish Tobin C had like whiffed Derek Bell, but nevertheless. Um, <laughs> how about this, though? The other, so it happens. Framber hits him. They bench, bench is clear, and you got J-Rod from the Mariners, obviously one of the best young players in the game, unbelievably talented. I, I can only assume that they have a prior relationship. They get along. They know each other. The whole deal, whatever. I get it. But he's he's bear hugging Framber on the out on the mound in an in effort to kind of dissipate the, the the situation, which I get. But in those situations, that's I don't know, man. I, it looked to me like some of the Astros maybe took took some question with that and the fact that he was doing that. I don't know. It, it just kind of looked funny to me. It's like if you're going to do that stuff, you, 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 you are in close quarters and you may be like kind of talking to him, touching him maybe a little bit, but the, the bear hug looked like it maybe rubbed, rubbed some of the Astros the wrong way. I don't know. Yeah. You don't know. And that's that, I think that's a tough thing when that stuff happens because motions are high, like Ooh. alter like your, your, your sensory overload is going crazy. And you see a guy hugging somebody, you don't know. You don't know if they're friends. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming some of those guys know, but you see that. Like if some guy's got yeah. you in a full bear hug that I don't know and maybe you're friends with, I mean, I might come over and rip them off you. You, you don't know the right. situation. Here's, so that's why, those, that's why those things are so dangerous. They are. And if you're running against somebody, uh, the person who comes to mind for me is one John Gomes. Okay. I don't know if you yeah. – did you play with John? I'm sure you did. Yeah, I didn't play with Johnny, but yeah, I know him. Well, he's a lunatic. Okay. Yeah. In the in the best way, but like if to your point, if that happened and somebody was bear hugging from the other team, like you, you might it's, you might throw them down. The, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so. I played with some guys like that. Like it doesn't matter if 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 somebody's in trouble, you're you're defending your teammates. You're defending your family. In essence, like you know the teams that we played on, you're with those guys for six months. They're your family. Yeah. So you're you're it, definitely back. It really is up. the even if you don't like each other in those <laughs> situations, it's like a brother deal, right? Like can't stand that guy but nobody else better touch him kind of deal right right no it's it's your it's your i don't know jerk on your team that you got to defend like for that moment right and then afterwards you can hate him again so yeah we've had plenty of those guys where i don't know i play with a couple guys i think if they were getting handled a little bit i might be slow to get there like i wouldn't run as fast maybe to rip somebody off i'd let him get a couple gut punches before i helped him but you still got to try to help them, you know, not you. I would have, I would have, I would have saved you. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's uh, it's making a run at teammate of the year right there, Brett. No big deal. Um, I came close to winning it every year. Just couldn't get it done. (laughs) Well, At least you gave yourself a lot of chances. You played on a lot of teams. Right. Right. Um, Hey, I don't tell me, I know you're in SoCal. I assume you follow, you know, the Padres, the Dodgers, the whole deal. Give me some, give me some picks, man. What are you thinking? Obviously, the Yankees, who you played for, not not having a great year. There's our boy Booney over there is probably getting feeling some stress. Rangers yeah. here in Texas are playing good. Astros are playing good. Mariners are on a run, and our Reds are have, have played as well as they have in a while. Super young, exciting team. Obviously, we're tight with DB. Happy to see him doing well. But give me your thoughts on and the Braves are like the best team in baseball. But well, yeah, I think the Braves in the National League, like East, they're going to be hard to to handle like for me that's the best team in the national league right now for sure um i think the dodgers will will win the west like they have like i don't know how many years in a row it's just a matter of playoff wise they can get it done because it always seems like something crazy and doc's a good friend of mine um but they always have something weird happen in the playoffs in playoffs i was is freddie freeman any good 
He's not bad. His dance moves are a little sus, but but he's a pretty <laughs> good player. Um, <clears throat> the Padres, the the you know, I'm in San Diego. The Padre run last year was really fun to watch, and I think everybody expected them to be, you know, contenders this year, and they just haven't got it done. So the West, I, I feel like the Dodgers are the ones to 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 beat. Um, the Astros, the Mariners. I would love to see the Mariners make a run at it. Just you know. Yeah just playing there, but the Reds, the Reds are the team that I really want to see get to the playoffs just because I think they're exciting and they haven't been in a long time. Um, So I'd love to see them have a shot uh, with all the young talent they have. And then Votto have a, you know, who knows how long Votto is going to play. So it'd be nice to see him get one more shot to get in the playoffs. But uh, the, the American league East, I don't know if Baltimore will hang on or not. The Rays I think are always tough. I think the Rays are always going to be in it it's just a matter of if baltimore can sustain this the next couple months which they look like they've been doing but they're they're good man they're good they're kind of like the reds of the american league right now where they're exciting they got good young talent they're i mean imagine they'll bring holiday up at some point you know if it's in september they they may you never know i don't know I I mean, he's today he's gonna be really 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 good player i, I don't i don't see that happening i don't know i I just work here, bro. I don't know, but to, to <laughs> well, start I think the that's clock, the thing, though. I, I think that's the thing, though, that all these teams they bring these young talent, they draft these kids. There's some kids are there that are getting called up the first year they get drafted. Like, will we see hey, schemes the kid, in the big leagues? The, well, the kid in Anaheim playing first, yeah, base, which is crazy. Chicago. Like, hey, bud, they play. He was in. He's in our conference. We played against him this year. And then, like, and, and granted, what, four, arguably 14, the, 20 games, and then like go he, to the big leagues. He's in the big leagues leading off for the show angels hitting in front of Shohei. That's crazy. It's but crazy. you know, I, I, I feel like baseball's got to that. You, these kids get a, a ton of money, these first round draft picks. And it's like, let's get return on investment right away. Especially somebody like the angels that they're looking for something that's exciting because right. they've been on that, you know, they can't make the playoffs. They can't do this. So it's like, well, we got this kid. We just drafted. We like them. If they're, if they think that there's a need for it, throw them into the mix. You're basically like yeah. learning on the fly, which I don't know if it's the right thing or not, but you know, like here's where is, is Skeen's going to be I, in the big leagues at the end of the year? Probably. No, because he's not, I don't think because the, the pirates aren't there, but, and for what it's worth, I don't think the angels are either. But that being said, Skeen's needs to be in the big leagues. Like, because here's why, like if you want to wait till next, whatever may to, to wait and start the clock, I get it. That being said, dude, he's better than everybody else. So the whole right. clock thing, I, I don't know. For me, it, it, especially with a pitcher, I get it's tough with this the the first baseman from Anaheim because what's going to happen is he's going to play well, and then they're going to hope that he doesn't play too good because so he's going to get too expensive too quick, right. and then they're going to look they're going to look questioned. They're going to be questioned for calling him up so early. But the scene situation, dude, I, this kid's a cyborg. Okay, like it's. Every pitch is 99 and up, and it's like a real slider at 91. I don't, he's going to be the, something very special, assuming health. Right. But I, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I just see him getting a shot in September f- coming up. Yeah. I mean, like they had him down in Florida. He's an A ball now. Like he's, like you said, and it's, it's a small sample set, but he's obviously more developed and mature than most pitchers that came out of college. I mean, he might be the most mature and developed pitcher 
ever to come out of college. I think like Ben McDonald, when Ben McDonald right. or Mark Pryor came out, like those guys were animals, like yep. and schemes right in that class where, like you said, barring injury, that guy, he'll, I mean, if he doesn't make it up this year, he's got a shot to break with him in camp next year. For sure. Yeah. I'll say this because you mentioned the name Mark Pryor, right? Same concept when he came out of college, unbelievable best pitching prospect in however many years. And he dealt with a lot of injuries throughout his career, right? Relatively yep. speaking. So I actually think that's, I, I kind of, my initial thought is there's no way they call him up before his clock start. I'm sorry to prevent the clock from starting, but on the flip side with the pitcher, I think that makes sense. You say, Hey dude, let's get him up here right now. Let's spin these bullets. Cause there's only so many of them in there kind of thing, you know? Right. I mean, that's, I mean, I was a, not that I was nowhere in that class. I'll, I'll, I'll preface that, but I was a high draft pick. I literally spent one full year in the minor leagues and got called up because we weren't, we didn't have the, t- it's kind of like a Pittsburgh situation. The Reds yeah, didn't right. have like a dominant, like pitching talent in their minor leagues. So I, I got there thrown was, into, I was, was not ready. Right. Yeah. I was not ready to pitch in the big leagues, like probably like Skeens is right now, but it was, there was a need for it. I mean, the money was a lot different, but it was, you throw them up and it's basically like on the job training in the big yeah. leagues. And, and somebody like that, that has that, I mean, he pitched in big games, he won the college world series. Like he's used yeah. to that pressure where I think he's going to be able to handle it. Can he handle big league hitters? Of course. Throws a hundred miles an hour with a, like two other nasty pitches. Yeah. So he's going to, he's going to be fine, but it, it's crazy to run these kids up there that young, but it happens more and more. Cause I think the money, there's a money issue. They pay all these kids that much money. Why not get them up there quick? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, Hey man, I appreciate the input. The, uh, there's, there's so many facets of the game that you bring to the table on and off the field. It's just, You're so nice. I just, I just, the whole, like, and if we need somebody to portray an actor in a movie, you can be Kevin Bacon. It's no big deal. Dude. I cannot dance like that. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> pull off like the footloose, like returns. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't um, happen. Well, no, but man, I dude, I love you. I I love I love jumping on here. Anytime you guys need a, a a relief pitcher or pinch hitter, you let me know. Rest assured, it won't be the last time. There'll be more uh more more times that we get to share here. Okay. All right, buddy. All right, man. Be good, dude. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, see ya. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.